When you invested for retirement, you were told not to watch your money because it will go up and down and sideways, but you shouldn't worry. You need to write out losses. You must take risk. Risk is necessary to get a high return. You need that to succeed because you, you just can't control your money. What if what you were told is incorrect and not in your best interest? On today's podcast, we will look at the issue of you being able to control your money as it's your money and not the broker or advisor and not let them control your money. And now, Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Hello and welcome into the podcast. It's Money Matters USA. Fred Sade offering up great information on this podcast every week and also in the companion video series, Money Matters USA. Easy to find if you search YouTube, Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred, S-A-I-D-E. Fred is the founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm of the same name, Money Matters USA. Hello, Fred. Hey, Dave. How are you? Hey, if the name's good, stick with it, right? And it is a good yeah. name. <laughs> well, because money does matter. Well, it certainly does. It certainly does. And if you're like most people, you've probably, probably been given two main pillars of knowledge that have guided your investment decisions. Number one, it's best to hang in and ride it out when there are big stock market losses. Number two, if you hang in there and ride out stock market volatility and losses, you should get an annual rate of return of 10% or more. However, those two premises are old school and outdated. Are they even myths, maybe, Fred? Yes, I think they, they are. I think they're myths. And I think if you believe in those myths, they could ruin your retirement. And these are the myths of riding out the market, as you said, and the myth of getting the 10 plus percent annual return. Here's the truth. No one has ever told you this truth. In January of 2000, the S&P 500 index was at 1,469 and it ended in 2018 at 2,506. Looks like a big gain, right? You would say, yeah, on the surface. Yeah. Now, to get this growth, you had to write out the market. In fact, you had to write out two large losses, and each one was about a negative 50%. Remember the technology bubble mm -hmm. in 2000 to 2002? And the other was in 2007 to 2009, the great financial crisis. Yep. Now, you were told, if you were told, hang in there. Well, you have to think that you had a big gain, but nobody told you the truth. 
the truth is the average annual compounded increase in the S&P 500 index from 2000 to 2018 was only 2.85%. Wow. And that's before fees. Before fees. Yeah. Many, many retirees are paying around 3% or more in fees. So for many people, there was no growth. It was totally non-existent. So here's the thing. Each, each time the market drops a negative 50%, you have to get a 100% gain to get even. And you had to do that not once, but twice. Wow. You had to do that twice just to recover. So by hanging in there, riding it out, it took the market 13 years to recover its losses. And if you were taking money from your portfolio, because that was your only way to get income, then your situation is even worse. Mm. And you could run out of money faster. You could even run out of money while you're still alive. So to sum it up, what I'm saying is during this 19-year period, from 2000 to 2018, if you rode out the market, here's what happened. You suffered two different losses of approximately 50% each time. You needed two different, at two different times, you needed 100% positive returns just to recover. You didn't make any money just to get back to even. And finally, you were rewarded with a big plus 2.85 <laughs> annual compounded increase from the S&P. And the 2.85 is before fees. Now, I'm going to shock you by saying that if you had bought a certificate of deposit, plain old certificate deposit in 2000, you renewed it in 2005, 2010, 2015, Guess what? You would have beaten the you would have beaten the stock market returns, and you can look that up. And I'll give you two sources for it on the internet. One is www.gobankingrates.com. Gobankingrates.com. Another source is www.jumboinvestments.com. Jumboed investments.com. The average compounded return from a CD renewed 2000, 2005, 2005, 2010, 2010, 2015, you would have averaged 4.15%. Wow. Now, I'm emphasizing the fact that the stock market didn't get you anywhere close to the rate of return you were told that you would get and you should have received based on the amount of risk you were taking. And so that and and that was in, in large part due to what you can expect anyway. And that's bumps in the road, major bumps, huge pothole sinkhole there in 07 to 09. But so yeah. obviously it's safe to say that you believe retirees should not ride out big losses in the market. Uh, Fred will never tell you to ride out big losses in the stock market. Every plan Fred creates avoids big losses in the stock market because as a retiree, you cannot afford to take big losses in that time of your life. So here's the big question. Can you plan 
uh, take a high level of consistent income and feel secure if your assets are behaving the way uh, that we've described? I would say the answer to that is you cannot. Yeah, that's right. I, I agree with you because it's mathematically impossible. You cannot. I mean, it's a, it's a four-letter word, M-A-T-H. It's <laughs> mathematically impossible for you to plan, take a high level of consistent income, feel financially secure that you're never going to run as mo- out of money for as long as you live, especially net of fees and taxes, if your assets are subject to volatility, like the roller coaster, going up and down, up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard many advisors, I've heard commentators, experts, retire, you know, and retirees say, we will never, never have another stock market decline like the technology bubble between 2000 and 2002 or the financial crisis from October 2007 to March of 2009. And when I, I hear these comments, you know, I sit there, I'm dumbfounded. Well, I, would, I am too. Who, is, who would be so bold as to say never? Yeah, I, I, I believe that you will absolutely, without any doubt, go through not just one more big stock market crash and loss in your life, but many of them between now and the time you pass away. Not a exactly a warm and fuzzy thought, I know, but uh, large stock mar- market losses are it's just part of the normal cycle. There's a stock market goes through, the market goes up and down and sideways, as you said earlier, Fred, back up, back down, back sideways and so on. And you can pretty much count on that. Yeah, absolutely. Be, look, look. here's the thing. Stock market losses in and of themselves are not bad. They're normal. They're supposed to happen. The, what's bad is if you are a retiree and you fail to protect your assets against the large stock market losses because the losses are inevitable. Now, the final stage of of the business cycle, it's really a, it's really a bit a bubble. That that phase is is really called the acceptance, the surrender phase, the panic phase. That's when the market is in free fall. There's nothing anybody can do. And I'm not saying that we are there now, but we're not that far away. If you keep on looking at what's been going on uh, in in the market, so. The question that I that I would ask is: You think you're going to need to navigate forty percent negative stock market losses during your lifetime? And the truth is, you probably will, depending on how old you are. You may have to navigate, negotiate a number of these negative forty percent stock market losses. I personally think that's a scary thing yeah what if what if, but what if you're using your assets for income and you lose 40 percent of your portfolio what then you know um well, you really had me thinking earlier with that example you gave because you always think of what do they call some people call cd certificates of disappointment but then yes when you showed how cds performed in in light of what we experienced going back to 2000 it really does get you thinking we'll take a quick break on money matters usa let me remind you that fred uh, as, as we said earlier some of the, the conventional wisdom is old school could even be 
a myth. Um, Fred got you thinking the right way about your strategies and can, wherever you are listening to this podcast, schedule a consultation with you at 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. When we return, we'll discuss volatility and probability. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. Fred Sade offers up this podcast for you as well as the companion video series. You can search YouTube for that, Money Matters USA, with Fred Sade. Uh, spell Sade, S-A-I-D-E. Fred Sade is founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm, Money Matters USA. Uh, Fred is also a Ph.D. in economics from Duke University. <clears throat> well, Fred, we're talking about um, questioning the conventional wisdom of riding out huge losses in the market. And for some people... 15 years might represent their life expectancy. When you first started saving and investing, you were told just invest the money. Don't watch it. Don't worry about it. Always leave it in and ride it out. If you did all these things, the market would take care of you because the market goes up and you'll earn a good rate of return. Does the stock market always go up over time? No, <laughs> it, it doesn't. And, and it, I mean, you know, if you look at, institutional investors and professional investors, um, most of the time they're in the options and futures markets. And the average retiree type investor doesn't invest at that level of, of sophistication. But um, yeah, the market does go up, but does a lot of other things. So here are, in thinking about this, here, here are three variables I think that, that you have to consider. First of all, how much volatility, how much volatility will you experience during the time your money is exposed to the stock market? Here's how I view that. If you consider the tech bubble, and the financial crisis. And if you invested starting in 1999, you stayed in the market, you wrote it out, you never got out, you made money in, you lost money in 2000 to 2002, you made back the losses in 2003 to 2007, you lost money again in 2008, and maybe you made them, your losses back between 2009 to 2013. Second variable, in addition to how much, how much volatility you experience, the second variable is to calculate out the actual rate of return that you achieve by writing it out over some specified time period. What did you gain? What did you gain by, by doing this? Well, your advisor, your broker probably told you that you made a great return by writing it out. 
because the S&P 500 index started around 1,200 in 1999. It was close to 1,800 in 2013. And from 1999 to 2000, the S&P index rose 19.53%. So if you're looking at that, you're saying, well, the stock market was going to stay up for a long time. And then what happened? We had the tech bubble mm-hmm. and the S&P 500 lost 46% between 2000 and 2002. Now, you were probably told, write it out. And if you took the advice, you lost a lot of money. Maybe you were given the famous line of malarkey, and I think that this is mechanical malarkey, (laughs) really spreading it, because the argument is, hey, don't worry, it's only a paper loss. (laughs) Yeah. Well, here's the secret. Let me tell you something. Listen closely, because if it's on paper, you lost money. Right. Exactly. (laughs) It it took until Uh. 2007 just to recover and you didn't make any money, and you had to pay fees. And if you took income, you would extend, you would elongate the entire recovery process. And the third variable, third variable is the amount of time, the time period that you have to invest to achieve an ultimate rate of return. And in this case, I'm looking at a 15-year time period, which I think is very reasonable. Uh, as a time period to use for an analytical purpose for a retiree, because as was pointed out before, it could be your life expectancy. So in light of all this, you think you're going to have to live through more of these types of losses during your lifetime? If you say yes, well, I'm going to give you an A+, (laughs) because you're correct. You You will have many multiples of these types of losses during the rest of your lifetime. So why is this important? Because losses are very hard to make up, and recovery from loss is not guaranteed. And if if you run out the time period, it means for 13 years the stock market did not increase at all, 0% zilch. And so it's of paramount importance to understand the impact of these types of large stock losses to your portfolio and your retirement security. Yeah, it's absolutely true. I'd like to share briefly uh, an introduction to Professor Craig Israelson, who's a professor of finance at Brigham Young University, and he wrote a book called The Math of Gains and Losses. This is not a cocktail book. This is is a slog, but it's a fascinating (laughs) book. Uh Well, here's his research. He shows that if you lose 35% of your portfolio, you have a 61.1% chance of getting back to even over any five-year time period. Wow. So think of this. If you lose 35% or more of your portfolio, what he's telling you is that about 40% of the time, you will not recover over the next five years. Yeah period. And to me, that's a scary thought. It is. Now, if you're retired or you're you're thinking about retirement, you have to ask yourself the big question. Do you really have five years to hope that you can get back to even? 
Well, the answer has to be no. I mean, you got to be screaming right. no. Uh, you don't have five years during retirement to hope that you get back to even. Absolutely not. Um, five years to hope. If it was five years and a hundred percent chance, but sixty-one point one doesn't sound like a hundred to me. Now, what you're saying is, if you examine risk equals reward based on the amount of risk that you took potentially from 1999 to 2013, you should have been rewarded with a good rate of return since you suffered a 46 percent loss followed by a 53 percent loss, but you you weren't rewarded at all for that risk you took. Yeah. You aren't because your return was 2.75%. It's an annual compounded increase to the S&P 500 index before fees further reduces the return. So question, is the 2.75% annual compounded increase less fees worth all the risk that you took during the time period? And of course, obviously it wasn't. Right. But 2.75 is a mathematical fact. It's undeniable. So during your working years, you probably saw your account grow. Did the market change? No, the market didn't change. I'll tell you what changed is that the bulk of the growth came from all the additional contributions that you've been putting in every month, every year to your account while you were working. And the administrator counts those as, as part of the gain. So those contributions are in the return. If you take those contributions outside, then you get to the real rate of return. So if you had a zero percent rate of return during 13 years, during your working years, you could do something about it. You could save more, you could retire, you get a part-time job, but now that you're retired, you can't really save more. You might be able to get a job, you might be able to live on less income, but if you do that, you're giving up lifestyle that you planned for and you dreamed of during your working years. And if you had to work part-time, the truth of the matter is you're probably going to have to work part-time for the rest of your life or as long as you are able. My concluding thoughts are simply this. A, a retiree must understand about stock market volatility and large losses, and these because these will significantly either reduce or eliminate the amount of income you can take out of your accounts, and you face have to face the real probability that you may run out of money while you are still alive. And as a retiree, you need to remember the number one reason that you saved and invested while you were working so that you could use the money for income to protect and improve your lifestyle when you retired. You know, you didn't work hard, save, and save your money to watch it go up and down and not use it or worse yet lose it in retirement. You saved it to provide income for as long as you live. You didn't save it to worry about it in retirement. Finally, my final thought is that the, the single most important thing to un, in understanding the theories of safe withdrawal rates, whether it's Bengen or anybody else, the, these safe withdrawal rates are not a rate that's guaranteed 
that your income will last as long as you live. The safe withdrawal rate is the rate the financial industry believes provides a high probability that your income will not stop. And my experience is that the safe withdrawal rates do not calm people's fears. On the contrary, safe withdrawal rates just add fuel to their anxiety that they could run out of money. And because of this, in my opinion, the safe withdrawal rates should be based on a written contractual guarantee that the income will be paid to you for as long as you live and will not be impacted by stock market volatility or losses. And to my mind, that's the kind of guarantee that you want in writing. And that's my definition of safe income. And how important that is in your retirement, in that phase of your life. And these strategies are critical uh, because you mentioned earlier, Fred, uh, the possibility of running out of money in retirement. And if there is a uh, countdown of the biggest retiree fears, I think that lands at possibly number one. So you want to make sure you avoid yep. that. Um, this is good stuff as always, Fred. Now, I do want to remind you, our next podcast is going to be on market behavior. And market highs mean good things for investors. That's what we will talk about in the next podcast. But I do appreciate you being with us. Uh, Fred thanks you and wants you to check out the companion video series. Great work there as well. And that you can find if you search YouTube, uh, Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. S-A-I-D-E for Fred's sake. Fred, as always, love the conversation. I learned from you. You share great information with us every week. We'll get back next Thank week. You. Do it all over again. Yeah, I enjoy it. Enjoy doing it with you. We hope you stay with us, too, on the podcast Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.